Hi friends and welcome to the Next More Thing podcast. I'm your host, Casey Anderson, your coach for thriving with anxiety, holding your hand as you define your spirituality and fall in love with your own personal development. In a world that rewards the constant hustle, we know the beauty in taking it steady and enjoying the ride. This is your sanctuary, your tranquil oasis, where we will explore the seemingly small yet profoundly impactful things that can make a big difference in our journey towards peace, joy, and fulfillment. In each episode, we will unravel the secrets of the mind, tap into the power of mindfulness, elevate our wellness, and embark on a spiritual journey together. You'll hear from incredible guests, and I'll share my own experience navigating this thing called life. One small thing today can change your entire life. So let's dive in and find out what's next for you. Hello, you guys. Welcome to today's episode. Thank you so, so much for pressing play. I am just so honored to have you here. I am recording this episode for the first time in my new office, my fiance and I moved into our first home this week, which has just been an incredible experience. Like the feelings of just excitement and love and joy and pride, I guess, from like set, moving in and setting up our own home has just been, yeah, it's been a really good week. Um, tiring, yes, but all worth it. Um, so yeah, I'm just over the moon and the fact that I have my own dedicated space to record my podcast, work on my business, I know it's going to help so much. It is just a desk in an empty room right now, but it does the job and I, it's funny, I, it's such a quiet property. I was like, yeah, I think I'll be fine to record just in the room. Typically, like previously, I'd sat in a little closet or in a room with a lot of sort of furniture and stuff to help with the sound quality. And I thought this room would be fine. We're going to see my microphone. <laughs> I wonder if it will come up on like once it's posted. But I think the microphone is picking up the bubbles from my carbonated water, which is just incredible. And also it's picking up the road noise, which I can't hear without the headphones and the microphone on. So anyway, we're going to go with it. It's all a learning process, right? On my little pep talk today, I was reminded of this beautiful, simple, but so powerful quote yesterday. And I just wanted to share it. And that is... If you are not changing it, you are choosing it. If you are not changing it, you are choosing it. So I think about things in my life that I'm doing, like maybe unproductive behaviors or habits, and I do think we all have them. If we're being honest with ourselves, when I realize that if I'm not changing it, I am choosing it. Like, wow. Yeah, I'm kind of triggered, but also that puts the power back in my hands, right? So I can change it. It might take it might take some research or maybe seeking some help if you don't know what the solution could be for what you're experiencing. However, I bet looking at it that way, we we realize there are some things we could be doing to change behaviors that we might not consider productive, or maybe we're frequently complaining about these things, or Maybe it's thought patterns or beliefs that 
repeatedly bring up feelings of negative emotions or like self self hate or like self bullying, those sorts of things. Like if we by not changing it, we're choosing it. So do we want to continue to let that whole weight over us or do we want to take the power back and take like put it on ourselves to change it? And I think it's a really beautiful way to look at those things. So with that, let me know how that resonated for you. If that's something you've heard before or if maybe that's the first time you've heard it, but it, it, it's a bit different. I think I have these quotes now and then that they're so short and sweet but they just really, yeah, they really hit different and like immediately can change my life and that's one of those things. So let me know if that was the same for you. This episode is something I have touched on in every episode so far. So I figured let's make the next small thing we talk about and I invite you to try on your wellness, personal development, spiritual journey and that is meditation. And I am sure if you're someone interested in personal development or if you've been in my space for a little while, it's something you've heard of. And maybe, like me, it kind of looks like everyone out there is doing it. It's not far off the truth, to be honest. And we'll get a bit into how many people do it. Um, but meditating has been a huge part of my journey, which actually, I, depending when you're listening to this episode... I just did my first podcast interview. I was interviewed by Carly Keane, who was my coach. Still, I'm still a part of her spiritual support group as well. Um, I was just interviewed to go on her podcast, Magnetizing Mindset, which I will link in the show notes. It's a beautiful podcast. And meditation came up a lot and it kind of made me realize how huge that has been in my journey towards self-love acceptance living in the present and like finding my spirituality so i think it is just perfect that we do an episode on this early on i'm going to talk about my my journey with meditation and my experience of it because i think my experience was a lot different to my expectations and that might ring true for a few people um i'm going to talk about the some of the benefits of meditation and how those benefits come to exist so the scientific benefits of meditation and i'm going to share some examples of successful people who meditate some of the common excuses people have for not meditating or not wanting to meditate and what i would say to challenge that belief and also some ways to meditate and i had thought maybe this would be a shorter episode but when i started like scrimping out I'm like okay no I've got a lot to say uh, but in any case what I'm gonna do is share a meditation as well so whether you have meditated before or not a sweet little meditation to maybe give it a go and gonna see see how it feels for you with that being said let's dive right in so for me meditation has not been something I always found it easy. I understand a lot of resistance to meditation. And I do think that's true for really anything we haven't done before. Like it's going to be harder when we've had no experience. And when I thought of meditation, I had that typical like enlightened monk sitting 
like hovering just above the ground, humming and chanting, like that sort of really spiritual vision of what meditation is. And it wasn't something I was already like always interested in. And I think I used to believe like, well, you're just sitting there doing nothing. Like how powerful, how beneficial could that really be? Uh, I previously having been diagnosed with depression and anxiety when I was oh about 14 or 15 so well over 10 over 13 years ago I used to have this view of like well I wanted other people to fix me I wanted psychologists to fix me or hypnosis or counsellors or medication to fix what was going on inside of me and it wasn't until 2021 where I had that I had that like deepest deepest moment like hardest time of my life when I admitted myself to the psychiatric hospital and like wanted to end it all because it just felt too hard that was really when I realized that no no one is coming to save me I have to save myself and I have to put this into my own hands to, if I want to make changes if I want more out of this life and I definitely like I knew deep within I was here for something greater than to be just ups, like sad or down every day. I had to make some real changes and no one else was going to do that for me. Um, so I, at that point, I was still on medication, but I really started taking control of my exercise, my habits. And then that kind of led into like the mindset work and stuff that now I am so passionate about. I know I am here to share that with others. That's kind of why I went through it all. But one of the biggest things since then was like seeing that everyone in the personal development space was meditating and that there must be something to all the positive things people are saying. And then if I can use something that is free, that I can do anytime, anywhere, completely in my control, like that felt like something that felt really right to me. It's like I got to this point where even, and yes, I still have, like psychologists, therapists, coaches, but I do have a much more approach of taking on that and using it myself rather than just relying on them to save me. It's more like give me the tools I need to go forward. Um, so meditation I saw as something that I completely control and that, it, yeah, that became very true for me. Over the last year, like 2023, I would say on average I meditated probably five days a week. Uh, some days I really didn't want to, but I still did. Some days I didn't want to and I didn't. Um, but it was the most consistent I had been until this year. This year I meditated every day. And for the last two weeks I've been doing a challenge where I meditate twice a day at least. So um, my relationship has definitely changed. At the start I would meditate now and then, but I wouldn't see an immediate benefit. And I would just get frustrated and like give up. Um, and I think it's one of those things like when we, before we start working on ourselves and our mindset, we have this tendency to favor instant gratification. Um, so things that give us those instant hints of dopamine, like eating more sex or drugs or alcohol. Whereas when you start to change your perception of like how, what you want from your life through like learning to understand your emotions, your values, and 
how to be the best version of yourself, like if that's something you want, you realize that actually what we what is better for us is the delayed gratification. So the things that come from any sacrificing that immediate like hit, um, but instead working on like our health or our mindset, like exercise, gym, or meditation. It's something that doing once is not going to immediately show you results. However, when you keep doing it, the reward you get, like psychological and physical reward you get from repeatedly doing something, even though immediately it's not possible, like that is so much stronger than those immediate hits of instant gratification that then maybe you don't feel so good after, actually. Um, was that kind of relevant? I'm not sure. I feel like I had actually planned to say that later in the episode, but it just kind of came out, and let's just go on with it. Um, why meditation has felt so good for me, like, and this is since I've started being consistent with it, I was someone who was constantly in my head hearing my ego, like that voice, that inner narrative telling me I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, pointing out the times where I don't make the best choices for myself, um, the thoughts of like shame, self-hate, judgment, fear. All of those thoughts were basically like when I'm awake, constantly spiraling in my head so loud overpowering and really controlling my life like I truly believed those thoughts and when I started meditating even just for a moment I might get a break in those thoughts by slowing down being still relaxing my body focusing on my breath it might calm my mind for even just a moment and that was so energizing to not have those thoughts going all the time. Like, they are exhausting. Fighting with them all the time and hearing those really negative things all the time without fear. It just, yeah, I had no energy. It was like I was in constant fight or flight, constant survival mode. And we'll talk about why that was because that's literally what was happening. Um, but as I started to meditate and got better at it over time, that voice in my head, it got quieter and quieter. And you practice observing thoughts come in and letting them go without like attaching to them or judging them. And it releases the hold they have on you. It stops that spiral into like other thoughts and patterns that don't serve us. And after, like, as time goes on, this doesn't just happen while you're meditating. This actually then happens all the time. So you're going throughout your day and where previously something might have happened or you were in a yeah, you were in a situation where you might get stressed, that heart rate goes up, you can't think as clearly, your emotions start to overcome you because of those thoughts. Well, it's actually easier to control because you've practiced observing those thoughts and realizing you don't have to attach to them you can you can let them go as quickly as they come and it just gets easier and easier and like for me as someone extremely sensitive like basically constantly on the verge of tears that was just it has been life-changing being able to let go of negative thoughts and emotions quicker 
and get back to a state of like clarity, positive emotions and like noticing those negative thoughts before they get away from me and take over like and come back so much quicker and it it really is so powerful when you're someone who overthinks worries about the worst case scenario or constantly thinks about what you've done in the past or what you said 10 years ago to someone you don't even know anymore like letting those thoughts go before I ruminate on them it's just it's been so helpful so I hope if if you're someone who experiences that like this maybe well this will show you like it is it is possible to let go of that and it can be possible for something as simple as sitting in silence with yourself and like learning that your thoughts can you can let them go without attaching to them and yeah kind of letting them go off on a wild ride like they tend to do and I've said before like society really makes us believe that like this like western society makes us believe that what we want to be happy or successful is like external things like a, a certain amount of money or owning a home or a car or the next big thing like this next clothing item like marketing and all that it really makes us think happiness is outside of us and it's some we need something before we can have that but when we got can go within and learn about our emotions and where they come from and how to how to deal and manage with them learn our own values and our own beliefs rather than what has been placed on it by others we can realize that we can access those positive emotions right now without waiting for something external because in all honesty if you place that on external things you're never going to feel happiness or fulfillment or successful because you'll get to those things or you'll, you'll get them you'll reach them and then almost immediately you'll want something else because what you're searching for isn't actually the thing it's the emotion attached to it and meditation is helpful in that because it's it becomes easier to regulate your emotions to notice and understand them and allow them as well and to to access positive ones faster easier now rather than waiting and how freaking cool is that that we can do that with our mind with like just literally sitting in silence for two minutes a day uh, i'll get into how we can actually do it but like seriously that i just think it's so cool uh so scientific benefits of meditating i had to reel it in because this list could go on for hours there are thousands of studies about the benefits of meditating so if you're interested you can look them up yourself but just to list a few for the sake of keeping this episode like at a reasonable length uh, meditation can help with increased focus uh focus and attention span more feeling frequent feelings of positive emotions and compassion reduce stress and therefore improve health conditions like IBS, PTSD, anxiety, depression, fibromyalgia, and other like oh sorry, other chronic pain. Uh, it can reduce inflammation, gives you better clarity and decision making abilities, and therefore better habit building abilities. It can improve your sleep, uh, improved emotional regulation, and 
oh, I said compassion twice, but compassion to self and others. That's how powerful it is. Um, there have been studies that show meditation can reduce cravings in individuals with substance use disorders. And studies have also found reduced symptoms of withdrawal associated with alcohol use disorders. Uh, meditation can help manage eating behaviors of people with obesity or who are overweight or people with binge or emotional eating patterns. And oftentimes this does in fact result in weight loss. And a different study, or sorry, several studies found reduced stress, pain, fatigue, and psychological distress in breast cancer patients. And meditation also can give more energy. It's kind of like taking a nap almost. Uh, so yeah, that's just a very short list of the many benefits of meditation. And that might seem like pretty impressive like how could that actually happen well when we're stressed our sympathetic nervous system is stimulated which releases hormones into the blood those hormones for example are called like could be cortisol or adrenaline cortisol can increase your blood sugar and suppress your immune system and adrenaline can like chronically would increase the risk of heart attack or stroke the chronic stress can lead to high blood pressure, increased heart rate, increased cholesterol, a lack of sleep, and other many, like many other serious health conditions. This is compared to when we relax, when our parasympathetic nervous system kicks in. We don't then release those stress hormones and we can remove them from our body and get back to a healthy healthy bloodstream, healthy hormone levels. Meditation literally changes the brain by rewiring neurological connections for more positive thoughts and decreasing the connections to, and this gets a little bit scientific, but it decreases the connections to the medial prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for fear, stress, and anxiety. So it lessens those feelings. It also reduces in size the amygdala, which is responsible for the fight or flight response. So that um, that response kicking in won't be happening as often. And it might seem like the fight or flight response isn't something that's really like relevant to us anymore because it sounds like something that would happen when you're about to die or like when you're in extreme danger. However, our amygdala actually like activates the fight or fight or fight response in like everyday situations where you might feel fear or anxiety coming in that's because your amygdala doesn't know the difference between like you being chased by a tiger and like possibly being killed versus like getting an email from your boss that you need to have a chat later that day like the the amygdala hasn't evolved from that old like where it actually was a life or death situation and still thinks every day that fear is like it's life or death um the gray matter in our brain is also increased which is responsible for emotional regulation planning problem solving and memory so meditation is so so good for the brain i was looking up examples of people who like famous successful people who meditate and again i had to just kind of cap it because I 
it could go on for a while. So again, it's something you can Google if you're interested in, like Google who, who you were inspired by, who you follow, who you aspire to be like, and see whether maybe they meditate. But there are so many examples of CEOs, billionaires, soldiers, celebrities, athletes who meditate. And just to name a few, Oprah, Paul McCartney, Jerry Seinfeld, Lady Gaga, Bill Gates, Michael Jordan, Hugh Jackman, Madonna, LeBron James, Richard Branson, 50 Cent, Ray Dalio, Joe Rogan, like people who are very successful in their fields and also report to be very happy and fulfilled, these people are meditating and then you look at soldiers, Navy SEALs who it's obviously very important that their mind and bodies are as sharp as they can be, same with athletes and they are meditating. Um, there's, and this will be a different episode because visualization deserves its own sort of, yeah, its own sharing. Another thing I love, but visualization is a form of meditation and there are so many studies about how athletes who visualize performing well or like singers who visualize themselves doing well before they go on stage, like that actually shows a significant significant improvement in performance. Um, Yes, of course, they are practicing as well, but when you compared someone who practiced for a basketball game versus someone who practiced as well as visualized, the person who was visualizing themselves doing well was performing better when it came down to it. And this is all about like how what you focus on is what you get. So when you're visualizing yourself doing well, your brain doesn't know the difference between what is your quote-unquote reality and what is simply your imagination uh, and will then look for evidence in your external world. So when you go into that event, it's going to be looking for the things that it saw and experienced in your visualization and it's going to be bringing those into reality, which is just so cool and a perfect example of one type of the many types of meditation. Uh, So... As even I experienced before I was meditating, uh, people hold a lot of resistance to meditation. And I was talking to my partner about this just before. And it is certainly true that, like, there is this, like, this stigma of meditating being, like, religious or spiritual. And, well, for one, look at all the scientific evidence behind the power of meditation. And also there are so many types of meditation that just don't have any reference to any spirituality or any religion. Um, Mindfulness, focusing on the breath, then they don't have to bring in any ounce of spirituality or religion if you don't want them to. Um, So it's really about finding what, what resonates for you, but it's certainly out there without the aspect of spirituality or religion Uh, it's just about doing doing some research and finding out what works for you another common thing that people might say or might be a reason why they don't meditate is they've tried it and they felt nothing first i would ask how many types do you try it um 
it is not something that you're going to do once and feel enlightened. Um, like it would be like going to the gym once and like looking down and expecting a six pack like I wish, but it's just it's just not the reality. If you go in with an open mind, knowing it's a practice that you're going to have to do consistently in order to see results. I think it reduces that expectation of like feeling something immediately and knowing that it's gonna take some time but I'm also not talking years that like, there have been so many benefits of meditation after just sort of 10 days so you could look at implementing like a 7 or 14 or 21 day challenge of meditating even five minutes a day and and just see what the benefits are and how you kind of notice or quantify those benefits is up to you i would encourage maybe journaling like how you're feeling before versus after or at the end of the day or noticing how you respond in different situations as you meditate more frequently um yeah it's it's nice to have like eminence you can look back on because i think maybe we have this idea like oh i'll just try it and like see how it goes but like we might need we might need to be able to reference back to what we we're feeling. I don't know. Maybe your memory is better than mine. Like sometimes is just not quite there. But anyway, it's get, it is getting better. Um probably maybe next meditation. <laughs> um, another thing like and I touched on it before is something I was experiencing, but like what's the point of meditating? It feels too easy. Well, I think I think maybe we do have this tendency to make things way harder than they need to be. Um, like we think we need to buy something or pay a bunch of money to have something work. Um, like just what if what if this could work? What if it could be something that's free that you make completely your own, that you come to enjoy and it's super easy and simple? What if it does really work? Just... Just go in with that mindset of giving it a go, um, being curious and being optimistic and just seeing what could happen because scientifically there are a lot of points as to why it would be helpful and if you are someone who is interested in experiencing less negative emotion, in feel like in reducing your stress levels, in sleeping better, in performing better with better clarity better decision making if any of those things or reducing pain like if that that's the point so figure out what it is you want from your life and if meditation is something that can help you get there and i always guarantee that it is um one that i have heard a lot a lot a lot um is that yeah I tried meditating but I got too angry that my mind kept wandering and again it's one of those expectations that we have that our mind is going to be completely quiet when we meditate and we're just going to be like immediately peaceful and relaxed and it is quite the opposite like if you get frustrated that your mind is wandering that is all the more reason to meditate Again, it's a practice. It takes time to make it work. And at the start, it can be hard. But it does get easier over time. And when you start to see the benefits, it will all be worth it. So 
release those expectations. I think, and look, I'm not someone who has been meditating for a really long time, but I have, it's been a good year of consistency. And still when I meditate, say I'm meditating for 10 minutes, my mind might wander 50 times. I would like, that's a guess, but like it is wandering a lot and there's only brief periods of silence and that's okay because the point is noticing when those thoughts enter and letting them pass and like repeatedly bringing your attention back to the present moment so coming back to like it's like when I close my eyes I can focus on this point where I imagine my third eye would be in between my forehead and like everything else goes quiet I'm just repeatedly coming back to that repeatedly directing my intention back and that that is the point of meditation coming back to the exact present moment and you could be focusing on your breath as well um but like the more you come back the more you come back the more you come back the those thoughts start to have no hold on you and there's no judgment or frustration coming up when you're when you're feeling them so when you're out and in your day-to-day life and something happens instead of resulting to like emotion overcoming you or negative thoughts you let that go because you come back to the present moment back to your body your breath your like, silent point is this been of your forehead it's like you can relate to that let me know maybe that's amazing um but yeah that is the point it's not the point isn't having a quiet mind for the entirety of the meditation it's coming back to the present and realizing the power you have over your mind your mind doesn't control you you can control your mind with practice and a good example of this is like imagine if you were at home trying to focus on getting some work done and the neighbors started playing music really loud you could sit there and you could try to try to stop hearing it but the more you try to stop hearing it it's going to get louder and louder and the more you focus on how loud it gets and how obnoxious it is, the more frustrated you become and it really builds and overcomes us. If instead you focus your attention on doing something else, letting go of that music, that music is going to quiet you down and you might even forget all about it. So just think about that, that music being your thoughts and like you can let them go without them and overcoming you. Um, and yeah, again, by being optimistic and going in with the intention of like giving yourself some self-care, some clarity, some relaxation, like you really can't get meditation wrong and it's going to get easier and easier. Um, so yeah, don't, don't say, don't think you've ever failed at meditation if you can't, if, yeah, if your mind is wandering. And then, you know what, I will say like some days as well, like my mind is way louder than other days and meditate our meditation feels better than other days like it's just we have different energy and different things going on like it's going to be different on different days that's okay um it's all just it's all part of it and just enjoy the process um yeah another one another like common reason people don't try meditating is then mind is too busy. My mind is going too fast. I just can't sit and concentrate. Okay, I would argue that that is like saying you need to be fit before you can go to the gym. Like the point of meditating is 
to calm your mind. <laughs> so if you are waiting for your mind to be calm, you're never gonna be. You're never gonna start meditating because your mind is never gonna be calm before you start. Like, yeah. So if your mind is too busy, meditation is the answer. Not the yeah. It's not the yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, another one. And this is this, yeah, this comes up with a lot of things we don't want to prioritize, but I don't have time. And hmm, there's a few things about this. <laughs> I would firstly want to say that even three minutes a day of meditating has been shown to significantly reduce feelings of stress and anxiety. So do you have three minutes a day to give it a go? For a week. Uh, also, a lot of people say, and a lot of evidence points to the fact that we, people actually feel like they have more time because their mind is clear and they have better control over their emotions. There's more clarity about what is important, what people actually want to be spending their time doing, and they have better decision making abilities, which reduces unhealthy and unproductive habits. Um, and I would also ask to see your screen time or maybe I would ask how long are you spending snoozing the alarm in the morning? Like it's all about priorities. When we say we don't have time, it's, uh, it's an excuse to stay as we are because it's comfortable, right? That's okay. But do you want to stay exactly where you are or do you want to change? Because... You need to make some changes to start seeing some different results. So have a think about your priorities and where your time is actually going. If you want to get really into it, you can like keep a diary of how you're spending your time throughout a day and see where maybe there is time you could spend less time on Instagram or watching Netflix or just like I I sometimes I literally just sit doing nothing and I'm like what what. How did that time just pass? Like when we start to be a bit more intentional and like aware of our, our priorities and how our choices are giving us our results, we realize we actually do have the time. We're just choosing to use it differently. So yeah, I think that's enough said there. Um, it's too boring is another one I have heard. And... I guess this is all about your attitude and what you want to get out of life and like your day-to-day. -day. Like release those expectations that you're going to have some profound experience in the moment. But like notice over time how much better you feel. And like, okay, five minutes of self-care, self-love by meditating, like giving yourself that peace. Maybe it seems boring, but it's, yeah, the long-term benefits are worth it because you start to feel more happiness and stuff in the rest of your life. So, like, it's like going to the gym. If you let go of going to the gym for just, like, the surface-level immediate satisfaction and instead you're doing it for the eternal effects of the consistency of your mind, the health benefits, like... It's, it's worth maybe being a little bored at the start. And I would say now, well, also I want to say like, I think we use like constant stimulation to kind of 
escape our emotions instead of dealing with them because they can be hard. Uh, it's actually okay to be a little bit bored now and then. It's okay to not be getting that instant end of dopamine every now and then. Um, yeah, where was I going with that anyway? I hope that makes sense. Oh. Um, and I did kind of touch on it there, but uh, it, meditation maybe has that. Some people have that idea that like it's a way to escape reality. When in fact, like even though sometimes I, and maybe more previously, I wish when I could have escaped reality, you actually experience your reality more clearly because you're less influenced by your emotions, your thought patterns, your map of the world, and you can see the bigger picture. You can kind of step back and, and know when your emotions are coming in or when you're like placing your views on something. Uh, yeah. And also sort of on that it's too boring. Like it, it might seem too hard, but really anything is hard when we've not done it before because it's uncomfortable and it's new, but the more we do it, the easier it gets. And yeah, okay, it doesn't seem too hard and you want to just stay exactly as you are or do you want to make some changes that come back to that as well? What do you want out of your life? If you are happy where you are, that's great, but I'm not someone who wants to stay the same. I I'm have, like, through doing the mindset work, through meditating, getting to know myself, realizing what are my values versus where I can let others place their values on me and sort of letting them go when they're not serving me. I've come to realize, like, life was good before, but when you start to love yourself and come from a place of standing by your beliefs and your values and making choices that are the best for you. There is no limit on how good your life can be. It can just keep getting better and better and better. So yeah, your life, if your life's good, like that's great. And if you're happy where you are, I, I love that for you, but it, it could be better. So do you want that? Maybe you don't, but probably everyone does. <laughs> Anyway, and also it's too hard. Well, it doesn't have to be. It could be as simple as sitting outside in the in nature, like without your phone for five minutes, just uninterrupted. That's meditating. Or being in the shower without a speaker or scrolling on TikTok, like just being quiet in there or a bath or and I'm getting into the ways to meditate, so this flows quite nicely, but like yoga or running and swimming all of these things can be meditation because it takes us out of our mind and we're focusing on something else so yoga we're focusing on the breath running definitely focusing on the breath swimming just kind of focusing on like yeah where you're going you hear water it's like very rhythmic um meditation you get to make it work for you i'm a big believer and like there's no right or wrong way to do it if you want to sit down, you do you. If you want to stand up, you want to lay down, that's great. Um, you can sit in silence with a timer, like on a watch or like I sometimes I use my phone one, but I find I'm so relaxed when it goes off that it like scares the shit out of me. So just be mindful of that. My watch just vibrates. I guess you can turn the volume down. Just a little pro tip. Um, 
But meditation could look like sitting in silence with the timer going for like if you've done that before. Start with three minutes and just observe the breath. The breath. So you can do that by placing your hands on your chest or your belly and feeling the rise and the fall. Like every breath cycle, just focusing on your belly going up and down so your hands moving. And when the mind wanders, just come back to that feeling of your belly rising and falling. And it's okay that the mind wanders. It's going to keep happening. Just allow it, observe it, note it, and come back. Uh, you could also feel or focus on the air going in and out of your nose. And that could be the thing that you come back to. And, yeah, you build up how long you do it for. And that's something that might feel really good for you. There are also guided meditations. You could find these for free on Spotify, on YouTube. There are apps you can pay for that give you like daily ones. Um, they give you alerts and there's all sorts of sorts of stuff out there that are either free or paid. Um, I couldn't begin to list them. But like for instance on Spotify, I just look up sort of, you can look up a length of time you want to spend. Three minute, five minute, ten minute meditation. Or the type of meditation you're interested in. So if you want some self-love or you want some healing or some performance, some success, manifestation, like all of these things are types of meditation you could look up, like search on Spotify and you will just see hundreds of free ones. And you have to, well, you don't have to, but like you're going to resonate more with maybe either a male or a female speaker or a certain type of meditation like there's so many that you yeah it's worth finding what exactly works for you um and i said before they didn't have to be but they you can have spiritual manifestation oh sorry manifestation. um meditations or religious ones or like chanting or chakra aligning strengthening your intuition and like these are all types of meditation too that you might love or you might not really feel as deeply uh walking meditation the process of like walking this is this is how i define it because it's something i did with with my coach um last year walking meditation was the act of like walking back and forth in a spot uninterrupted and focusing on different parts and sensations in the body and this was really hard for me at the beginning because i would be walking and like the idea is to get you out of your mind and back into the body and boy was that an eye-opener because at the start i could not feel anything in my body it was wild and i would journal about it after because it was, we did it as a challenge every day for 21 days. And you'd be like, didn't feel anything today. Really frustrated. Like, what is happening? What am I supposed to be feeling? When I really started releasing that expectation and just being curious, um, I started to be able to feel different parts of my body. And that's been really helpful in strengthening my intuition. So walking meditation is another tired but you really can you can make it work for you there are so many out there you can 
do it at a certain time of day. You could do it in your car before you go to work. And it would help with like, if you have your, um, if you experience a lot of emotional stress in your workplace, it could help deal with that. Or even when you leave at the end of the day, it could like be your little ritual for releasing the stress before you go home, like leaving it at work and not letting it come into your evening. Um, yeah. Me, you can really make meditation your own and just know there's if one doesn't work for you there might be something else but also give it give it time and yeah I think like I, I my clients are often experiencing like a lot of that overthinking spiraling thoughts negative self-belief um negative thought patterns and in every instance where we've tried meditation there has been that benefit of like quiet quietening the mind better clarity more positive emotions more able to to just cope with like the stress and conflict and stuff we might come across in day so yeah i think that is enough i could go on and on about meditation as you can probably see i'm very passionate about it and i just think it's so it's so accessible and simple for anyone um we don't let's not make it harder than it needs to be like it might feel difficult or might feel like nothing at the start but just come in with an open mind and curiosity about what it could do and what like what could it be like if it really could work so I will have posted a meditation just after this episode. It'll be the same day in the feed. Um, but I would love for you to give it a go and let me know what you think. And I invite you as well to give me a message about how this episode resonated for you. And if you are at all interested in meditation, perhaps we could come up with a little plan or a little challenge for you so I can be your accountability buddy. We can find a type of meditation that you are interested in giving go for a certain number of days and we can see, we can do that journey together and talk about the feelings that come up and what you notice. So yeah, please take me up on that if you're at all interested. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day wherever you are, whatever you are doing. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you next time. Bye. I want to give you my biggest thanks for spending your time with me. If you would like to join me on a journey of small things towards life-changing transformation, please take just a moment to follow this podcast on your preferred platform and leave a five-star review. It would mean so, so much to me. I am so excited to continue to grow this podcast and to join you on your own mindset, wellness and spiritual path. Your support is so valuable in helping me spread the word. You can find me on my socials, links in the description. Talk soon.